Chelsea. And I'm Jana. And this is Two Misfits in LA. Pretty cool. Um, like I said, I'm Chelsea and we just moved to LA. I came here to focus on acting um, and we're actually writing a movie, which is pretty cool. This city is eating us alive, but we're doing our best. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm trying to be a director somewhere in this lifetime. I don't know. Um, is stressed about it. <laughs> is currently stressed about it, having had a bad production meeting today. It's fine. I said I wouldn't bring it up, but here we are. Um, basically, uh, we met by going to PCPA. And, oh, don't <laughs> talk about it. We went to an acting school together. There were good moments. There were traumatizing moments. It's acting school. It's, you know, that's, that's a part of expect. it. It's a part of it. Yeah, but, um, we met there. I remember. I remember meeting Chelsea on the first day of callbacks. And I was like, wow, she's the only person in this room who's not scary. So I went and talked to her. Um, I, I, this is setting this up like we've been like best friends forever. That's not true. No, it's not true. We barely know each we're, other. We're like barely friends. Right. Honestly, we hate each other. kind of hate her, yeah, to be honest with you. Actually, when I met Jana, oh I God. thought that she was mean. And I thought that she was one of those girls that I went to high school with who like did dance all of her life and was kind of a bitch. But then we went to school together, and I'm like, wow, Chelsea, you were really wrong. Yeah. She's a freak. Yeah, <laughs> I, I danced all my life, but I'm only a bitch if you're rude to me. Yeah. I You know, whatever. Only um, if you ask for it. That's true. You have to ask for it. Yeah. And some people very much. Anyway, um, yeah, so we met at PCPA. We were seen partners a few times. Yeah, um, quite a few times. Quite a few times. That was our, We were the last time... But we ever did acting before COVID, we were scene partners. Yeah, that was fun. We were two lesbians in love. And, and then, then out in, of in love. <laughs> yeah. But it was a really cool scene. It was yeah, a good scene. It was a good, fun scene. And then COVID happened the day after we did our final sharing. And um, over that time, we uh, hung Got out more, filmed some movies. Yeah, we filmed some movies. Jenna's a, a, a writer, a director, um, a triple threat in so many ways. And she let me be a part of her stuff. And she's really fun to work with. Yeah, yeah. Well, Chelsea can do a bunch of shit, too. Um, <laughs> okay. I was actually having a sincere moment in being kind because I actually like you. But you know what? But see, remember, you already we've already established you're the nice one and I'm the mean one. You're right. You're right. It's good That's cop, true. bad cop. We got this. That's true. Well, we're here to talk today um, on our first episode of the podcast about our journey in apartment hunting. Oh. And what a journey it was. Boy, a journey is like the Odyssey, you know, like 20 years (laughs) of struggles. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of the struggles came right away. So, (laughs) to be honest with y'all, we we were originally um, a trio. Um... And we lost one because, you know, communication is important. You know, sometimes you're out there and the Hydra just takes one of your... Me- I'm just... Anyway, I'll stop <laughs> oh, with gosh, my Greek mythology. Skilla and Charybdis. Okay, I'm done. I'm but done. But anyway, when we talk about that, it's important that when you are choosing people to room with, that you uh, know that you're going to get along and that you're going to be able to communicate about important things because uh, it's... um. It's hard. There's a lot that you have to deal with when you're getting an apartment. You have yeah. to figure out buying things. You have to figure out whether or not you guys both like the same apartment. Yeah, that's that's a that's a big factor. I think I think it's also good to have a relationship with someone where you feel like you can talk about money, which is often a scary topic, or be like, Hey, I'm gonna put my foot down. That apartment gave me the creeps. Yeah. I don't wanna live there. <laughs> that apartment haunted. <laughs> 
Definitely. Definitely saw <laughs> a few, a few. Apa- haunted apartments in L.A. Um, we, you know, we were very uh, virginal in our, our experience of apartment hunting. Neither yeah. of us have ever apartment hunted really ever before. I've never had a lease. It's always been very, like, I knew this person and they rented a room out to me right. or something. It was right. never such a strict, like background check and then they looked into my criminal past right you know that just never goes well with me thing when you yeah let's not talk about it let's not talk about it yeah we're still in court over that so so but that's and that's was and that's why you know we're here to talk about our experiences in los angeles and moving and being creative people and struggling and you know sometimes we'll have advice and sometimes We'll be a mess. We'll be an absolute mess and you can laugh at us. <laughs> That's the majority of the time. I want you to know that. Yeah. I mean, we sound really put together right now. I know mm. you think we sound like amazing, <laughs> but at the end of the day, we have to realize that um, I auditioned to be Hello Kitty and I didn't get it. So like, you know, you know, but she tried. She really tried. She really tried. She was exhausted. Not a morning person. I will tell you that. But she really tried. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to take you on our entire Los Angeles journey as long as we're together. And once Chelsea's dead, we'll stop the podcast and I'll probably start Planning my murder immediately. She's put life insurance on me, but I don't know what she thinks she's going to get because I have nothing. Right. So uh, it's more about the principle of the matter. Anyway, not getting deeper into yeah, life Yeah, we'll insurance. deal with that later. But just so you know, here we are. We... Episode one, apartment hunting. Yes, apartment hunting. So, places to look for apartments. Online is really good. I mean, that's where we found all of ours. Yeah, honestly, a lot of people online had said like, oh, go and walk by the buildings and call the numbers, which, Mm -mm. yeah, I mean, like, sure, I'm sure that works, but a lot of them have like availability signs out when they're not available because they and just And then it's also out. they're not always specific to what you're actually looking for. It's like they'll be like a one bedroom or a studio and it's like, "Well, right. there's two mm-hmm. of us and we need a space." <laughs> right. And so we found I think apartments.com I think we used the most. And Rent Cafe was actually Rent surprisingly Cafe. pretty a li- good. A little bit of Zillow. Yeah. There. And then what's nice about these websites is that they do um, have reviews of the places. And mm-hmm. even you can yourself go on Google and be like, I want to re- see like the reviews on this place, see what the maintenance is like. If people complain that maintenance right. isn't on top of their, their stuff. Right. Or one I saw said that they had maggots on the stairs. Ooh, and I said, yum. I'm going to cancel <laughs> this appointment to go see the maggot infested apartment. Yeah. Thank you. And then also something that we learned. So when we originally went apartment hunting, when it was the three of us, we didn't go too many places. So it didn't really feel like we had seen enough. Yeah. And then when it ended up being just the two of us, we went to a lot more places. <laughs> And then we saw even more questionable ones. But you know what? That's a part of the experience. Yeah, we definitely... We saw a lot more apartments. That, so we went two weeks in a row, basically. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was the exactly, like, two... like uh, not I think two, it was a week after right. the f- first initial week. Right. And we went, and the first day we had already set up, like, what was it, four or five apartments? Uh, I think we had five on the first day. And we ended up canceling one. Yes. Because the sign was falling off the front of the building. <laughs> Yes, pictures that they put on the website for these places. Make sure that if they 
If they only have outside pictures, be concerned. If they only have inside pictures, be concerned. <laughs> yeah, this one looked really nice inside, but then we got we pulled up and legitimately the sign was hanging off the building. And I was like, yeah. if they can't fix that, they're not going to fix the toilet when it breaks. And there were a few places where we just sat in the car and saw the place and we are like, looked at each other. We're like, do you want to go in there? No. And we're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, so then after that first day, we were staying in a hotel overnight because we were like, okay, we're going to, we had like one or two appointments for the next day. And we were like, okay, day one didn't go super well. Yeah. We didn't really like any of these places. We were a little downhearted about it too. Yeah. So we like sat on each on our own laptops and we were like for like two hours just yeah. surfing apartments.com and rent cafe and everything and just like, did you message them? I already messaged that one. Okay, let me go do the little. And like we had already started to realize on the first day, and it was solidified the second day, that we hate Hollywood. Yeah. Every apartment we saw in Hollywood was terrifying. It was really terrifying. Yes. Yeah, it was just... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Things, things were just out of control. And also, very important when you find an apartment in LA, make sure that it has a front door that locks... So that you feel safe, so you feel that someone's not going to break into your apartment. Kind of important. Yeah, our first apartment we saw that that second week was, it had two bedrooms, but the master bedroom didn't have a closet. Oh yeah, that was so weird. I think it was built in like the 20s. Yeah. It looked really cute on the outside, let me tell you. But like, you go inside and it got weird. And yeah. I was raised by an interior designer, so like, I'm looking at all kinds of things like, how well was it built? How clean are they keeping things like grout? Or, you know, is the refrigerator put in its little cubby right? Like, because there's all kinds of stuff like that that over time can get dirty or break. And then it's on your security deposit because they never dealt with it to begin with. And yeah. so there was a lot of stuff like that one was like super weird. Like the they, when they grouted the tile, like the grout was all over the tile. And I was like... This place kind of scary. Yeah, that one was questionable. My favorite, though, was where Pat was. And where Pat, Pat was, Pat. was in a haunted, haunted place. All right, let me set the picture. We walk in. The entrance is literally just like a room of mirrors. Mm -hmm. And then there was this, um, oh, was he a UPS guy? I think he was a mailman. Yeah, he was, was a mailman. mailman. And yeah. he, first of all, we waited for the elevator for like too long five five minutes i would say five minutes um and then he got on it with us and i'm convinced that he's just a part of the whole ghost thing he's one of the ghosts that he was there. really nice though nice mailman he actually was very nice he asked us about our day and that felt nice yeah he's sweet he was kind of cute he was kind of cute anyway. distracted <laughs> anyway um and then this very kind old lady with a zebra cane with one ear broken off was does she have one ear broken off Yes, one ear of the zebra cane. Oh, okay. I thought you meant her ear. I was like, wait, what? No. How did I not see that? Pat's ears were fine. Pat is fine. Pat is fine. She is a ghost, but she is fine. She showed us the apartment. Also, the hallways in that place were terrifying. They smelled like my childhood friend's house. Mm. And I'm not saying her house smelled bad, but I am saying that it was nostalgic. <laughs> Yeah, a very old place, not well maintained. We went into the room. The one that they showed us, which was like a sample room, was dirty. The bathtubs were dirty. It was dirty. There's spiders. Like, it looked just like neglected dirty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then the master bedroom mm. had a huge built-in sink vanity in the actual bedroom. 
and it was huge, but the closet was tiny. It was the weirdest layout. And it was carpet. And it's like, if you're going to put a sink in a carpet room, it, it just doesn't work. Strange. It doesn't Strange work. concepts. It was, it honestly looked like someone had probably built it in the 80s, and they tried to revamp it in 2005, and then everyone died in that building, and they're all ghosts. Yeah, I'm convinced that that street doesn't exist. I haven't seen it since we've yeah. been here. It was in Los Feliz, which already feels a little... Um, like a little like ghosty mm-hmm. old timey yeah. so maybe I don't know maybe we couldn't even count that one maybe it wasn't real I don't think it was real mm. but it has a soft spot in my heart yeah Pat was a great lady we loved Pat she was really nice she walked a long way for us and that was hard for her and props to her for that yeah, for yeah. showing us this apartment we really didn't want and then you know we went through a lot of stuff we called a lot of people oh Richard oh <laughs> Richard. Oh, Richard. So we, we thought about being in Pasadena for a little while, even though that was a crazy thought. Because when you think about it now, that would have been so far away. Yeah. But Richard. But Richard was our realtor. He was a new baby realtor, but he was so handsome. He was very handsome. He was standing outside waiting for us, and we were both just like, huh? And we were both like, we don't necessarily want this apartment, but we do want Richard. We would love to keep Richard. So, Richard, if you're out there, we are waiting. We love you. you and he was very, very nice. He was a very sweet Very boy. professional. We met a lot of people who actually knew realtors or knew the property managers. The three that stick out in my head. Richard, Jamila, and then Jamila Dennis. And Dennis. Dennis, who was our current property manager. Right. Wow. Um, but Jamila was really nice. She recently moved here as well, so she was very, like... You know, I'm figuring this out, too. Yeah, it was cool kind of meeting people, like, close to an age to us. We're mid-20s, by the way. Oh, yeah. Big secret. Age is but a number. You know, True, but just, are we... We're in the Matrix. <laughs> with Pat. Yeah. <laughs> so, basically, people, like, around our age who are kind of new into realty, which is probably because of COVID. Yeah. I would think. A lot of people trying new things. So it was kind of cool to like talk with people who you could be like, hey, I'm just moving here. And they're like, huh, I just did too. And you're like, great, tell me some tips and tricks. And it's also easier to be honest with like someone who's your age, yes. like when talking about like what you expect and like what your finances look like, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. your credit score looks like, because that is something to be concerned about, folks. Dear God. Very much to be concerned about. Um, it's something that I've been working on for the past few years. Still not very good. They expect very high credit scores. They do. It depends. It, it varies, but most places, minimum 620, but a lot of places want 700. They want to make sure mm-hmm. that you really have a good credit score. So keep that in mind. Um, I will tell you this from my experience. Have co-signers pre-lined up mm-hmm. and know that they are going to have to have um, the kind of income that uh, covers three times of the marketplace of the whole whole apartment which is kind of crazy it's a lot uh, hard to expect from someone so but get your ceo uncle yeah. on the line get the rich rich family members and get them uh to help you out um and then also things that you're gonna need in the application process mm-hmm. that's really important um so you're gonna need proof of income yeah and that was like two or three pay stubs yeah it, it depends um it was different in every place mm-hmm. um and then bank statements they also uh like for proof of income and to show that you're good with finances and to show you have money in the bank yep, yes yep. um and then obviously you have to print out your credit report um yep so they and can they, see that and they might in some places one place kind of didn't 
but I think the place where we are now did run a credit report, so that can knock your score down because it hella knocked my score down. Yeah, it knocked my um, score down a little bit too. Yeah, so you know they are going to do a hard credit check, so you don't want to apply to too many places and have a bunch of hard credit yeah. checks. I I have feeling they only do it if you're really really being considered like you've already done you do an application first right in case you don't know anything about apartments because i didn't <laughs> no, uh, did I. <laughs> you do an application right to be like hey this is kind of an overview of who i am um we made sure like they often ask for like your bank account number and stuff like that we both you don't didn't have to do fill that. it out and yeah. what, they asked for your credit card number at one point i'm like this is a scam yeah so we just kind of kept it vague and just gave like general numbers and stuff mm-hmm. and it was like if they needed to see the actual thing we actually submitted the actual document and like i sharpied out my bank account number because i was like you don't need to know this no. i don't know why you would need to anyway um but having all of those things ready to go. I think driver's license as well. Yeah, that's kind of an easier thing. Um, uh-huh. We, for some reason, we had our, like, you know, proof of insurance stuff. But I think that that's kind of covered in your bank statements. So right. they don't really necessarily ask for that. I don't think anyone asked us for that. Yeah, no one requires us to have renter's insurance because it more covers us than it covers them. Yeah, they don't really care about but, that. But, you know, like, a good idea. Yeah, to problem. cover your your own. Stuff. Yeah, in case your stuff gets stolen or fire or water, you know, you never know. You really don't know in LA. We we got very lucky with the place that we found. I feel like yeah, um, it feels very safe. It does feel very safe. Yeah, one thing I found, I felt a lot safer in places where I felt like well, a not being on the first floor, but a lot of people talk about that. But also feeling like people can't just walk up to your front door, like for us. To get into our building, if you were just going to walk off the street, you would have to go to a door that, like, is heavy in locks, and you have to punch in a code or call somebody. And then you got to take an elevator up and then go find our apartment and then go to the front door, which feels a lot safer yeah. than those ones where it's like, you're on the first floor, someone can just hop this tiny fence and come up to your front yeah. door. Yeah, and ours is kind of hidden in a corner, so I feel like no one ever really comes near ours. I would have never known our door was there, because when you get off the elevator, you can't see it. Mm-mm, which is all. kind of awesome. It is great. We like to be hidden discreet. Yes, we don't exist. <laughs> we are also with Pat. We are also ghosts. Just letting you know. <laughs> so after the application period, you're going to do the application, they're going to decide if they are like, yes, you can actually fill out the lease like we want you. Yeah, like your co-signers got approved. Whatever you needed to do to prove to them that you um, are a good candidate to live in this place, that they feel like you're going to be reliable, Mm -hmm. um, they put the pressure on you. (laughs) And they say, you have to send us money now. Yeah, and and it was interesting too, and I bet you this is probably pretty commonplace, they wanted the, the, the rent up front in a cashier's check along with security deposit and all that stuff. Yeah. So, like, my bank wasn't in L.A., obviously, because I just moved here. Yes. So I had to go do, like, we had to go get my dad to go to the bank to then mail the cashier's It was check. a very dramatic time because I was in work, and so I'm at work on the weekend. I, I worked at a winery at the time trying to serve people wine and get them tipsy, as one does, um, and then also trying to deal with the stress of, like, 
getting calls from Jana and getting calls from the realtor and getting calls from the property manager and them saying no and then them eventually saying yes after saying no several times. But Yeah, and it's interesting how quickly people, like, when they think that you're no longer going to be a candidate to live with them, how quickly they lose the nice facade where they, like, stop being yeah. quite so accommodating. And it was interesting because, so Dennis is our property manager, Lauren, Right? Was, that yep, was her name. Lauren. The realtor. And they were not on the same page. And they acted like they had never talked before in their life. They would say different things to us that didn't make sense. Like, like we had been told by the property manager, like, hey, I don't think this is going to work out. And then the realtor was like, are you going to put your security deposit yeah, down? Yeah, she texted me. And I was like, Dennis said no. What is happening? And then uh, she was like, well, let me know when you figure it out. And I'm like all right they're not talking at all right and then she started pressuring us and being like well i have other people interested so you need to put the money down and that was a lie brenda it was a lie yeah but then she tried to make us believe that all these people were lined up and she's like it's gonna go away and like trying to make us anxious really Mm -hmm. so that she could get her check obviously you know she wanted her commission yeah which honestly looking at the picture of her she didn't need the money that fast but anyway no judgment it's okay. No we forgive wrong. Lauren. We get it. Yes, we get it. We're You're all trying, trying to, do to your figure job. it out. Yeah. But anyway, we eventually, after multiple days, like it took us like a good week before we knew for sure, for sure, we had the apartment, the security deposit was down, we're ready to go. And even though the the check was mailed, she still was like, there's still people interested. And I'm like, well, we sent the check. Right. We had to mail it because it was a cashier's check. You can't just like funnel them the money. Yeah. So that's why it really made me feel like. She just really wanted that money. Yeah, so we we did it. We put the security deposit down, and the way that we moved on, like, halfway through a month. Yeah. So we ended up paying for the full month of August. Ahead of time. At When we moved in, and then we paid for those two weeks in July during August. Which was a weird way to do it. Probably because they want all their money up front, but just so you know, if you move mid-month, it's not completely unheard of. A lot of places, pretty much every place we went to, we were like, we're thinking mid-July, and they were like... Oh, mid-month? Yeah, totally fine. Whatever. And they were going to do the prorated rent at the beginning rather than... Because yeah. that first place, when it was the three of us, they were like, we're going to charge the prorated rent first. Oh, yeah. Wow, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Um, but yeah, we put the security deposit down. Um, everything went through. And then we finally had an apartment, but it didn't feel relaxing yet. <laughs> no, because we both had to keep on going back and forth from the Central Coast to here. Yeah. For our own reasons. Yeah, well, we both had work. Yeah, we both had to make sure that we made enough money to survive. Um, speaking of money. <laughs> so Money, 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 money. Jana was very... She'd been planning this for a long time. I've been wanting to go to LA since before we graduated PCPA and then COVID happened Mm -hmm. and all my dreams were dashed. So I had a lot of time to make money. Yes, she did. And I, um, had been wanting to move away, um, but had set a later time period for me to move away. But you know what? Life happens and I was in an unhealthy living situation um, and I randomly was like, I'm just going to go out there. And I posted on Facebook and Jana was like, you said you weren't moving until the end of the year because she had asked me previously, like, you can live with us because it would have been less expensive, you know? Um, And then it just so happened that she was like, you can once again look with us. So it ended up working out. Um, Yeah, no, it it was... And I guess that goes to show you, like, you could be the person like me who, like, overly ended up planning out because I didn't get to go when I wanted to. 
But then you can also make the plunge and just go for it because this is what and you want to do. you can do it. It's just being strict with yourself, working really hard at whatever job you're working at now, um, not going out, not having a life, not even though you life. enjoy going check, check, out. Check. But we went to acting school, so not having a life was easy. You know what? We're used to it. That is true. We've been prepared. Um, and it was hard. I, I was exhausted for several weeks. Still exhausted, to be honest with yeah, you. I was tired. I was very tired and I was very loopy. But it fine. felt good because I felt like I was doing something for my future. Even though it was mm -hmm. like, I'm dying inside. Like, I'm doing things to better my life. So this is all worth it. Like, right. sometimes you have to put really hard work in. Crazy idea. I know. <laughs> but you gotta put the work in to get the dream, you know? Even if it's just a step towards the dream, it's not all going to come at once. But we're also the crazy people that when we were both in college, we each had three jobs. So, like, take it with a grain of salt. That's true. We're insane. Yeah, we are both pretty insane. In our own right. In our, well, I mean, this might be important for people. Um, I'm a Libra. I don't know if you could tell. Yes, we're bringing astrology into this. Well, I mean, but it, like, it goes to this whole thing of, like, well, I'm overprepared and I am, like... This is the linear path I must take. Yeah, and you know what? It helps that she's a Libra and that she's very organized. And, and I'm a Cancer and I'm very more emotional and Crazy. driven by emotions. But it keeps us balanced, you know? Yeah, we actually feed off of each other fairly well. We it's do. very interesting. But it, we also feed off of each other when we're sad. <laughs> That's a, yeah, that's true too. We're both people who like when it's bad day, I go room sad yeah, myself. Yeah, but I like that we respect it and we're like, yeah, okay. But then I feel like we're both kind of like, even though we're both in our own sadness, we're like, are you okay? No, are you okay? <laughs> I left you some tea and sweet potatoes. Yeah, that was so sweet. I had a really bad day the other day because um, the job just didn't end up working out and it wasn't right for me and stuff. Um, and I just shut myself in the room and was like, I don't want to exist for a little bit. And yeah. she texted me. She's like, I made sweet potatoes and tea if you want some. But she was also sad. So then I felt guilty. I'm like, she's sad and she's being so nice. And then I got more sad. Oh, it made you <laughs> no, more sad. No, 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 it's not your fault. You should have seen me too. Like, I was like trying to do it all. And then like, I texted you once and I was in my room. So I was like, like a, like a, you know, like a wounded cat. I was yeah. like, look, I don't have to be in the room with you. I'm just going to leave the stuff for you. And I snuck out of the room real quick. Only took like two or three potatoes. Cause I was like, I don't want to steal her good potatoes. But then I did Girl, take I some ate tea. half the pan. I ate half that pan. <laughs> well, there I wanted you to have some leftovers. I wanted you to have some leftovers. Um, yeah. Oh, and then the tea. Our friend Utasha gave us this beautiful tea set. She and works some good tea. at a really cool tea place. So yeah. she always gives us. So she yeah. gave us a, a home warming tea. I guess like I, I guess that's really the end of an apartment journey when you get your first teapot. I think that's right. That when you get your first housewarming yeah. teapot. Yeah. That's when you're really settled in. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to stay tuned for episode two where we get the couch. I mean, we have the couch now. But well, like, we have we, it now, but in episode two... When we talk two, about what it was like before. Yeah. If we're going <laughs> to go through this journey, we just got... We went apartment hunting, and here we are with the teapot. With a teapot, and that's all that we had. We and had nothing else. Had. Everything else was empty. We didn't even have beds. I'm just kidding. Janet did have a bed. I had a bed. But that's because I'm a Libra. Oh, my God. And I, um, oh, also... I pre I'm a Cancer. We didn't talk about that. I'm a Cancer Sun and then a Libra Rising 
and a Libra um, okay. moon. They didn't care. They didn't want to hear. No, that. you should care. I can tell you my whole chart. <laughs> oh my gosh! So like, I you're gonna have to get used to this because us and well, mainly Chelsea and then our friends are really of we're very obsessed. witchy, witchy human beings. Yeah, and I'm here. Who she see really loves it though. I do. Um, I do. I'm just I'm here as a support system <laughs> for your fanaticism for for my um. Dramatics. What they love in astrology, I love in dinosaurs and Harry Potter. So honestly, side note, because this is just going to be the podcast. Sometimes we're just going to talk about random shit. She showed me all the Jurassic movies. Yep, we had a whole marathon. She'd not seen all of them. And you know what? All good. You know which one was my favorite? Three. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Oh my gosh, guys! Three is so bad. Alan, who gave them permission? They rewrote the script on set. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fun fact. We're going to talk about film a lot because that's what we both do. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I don't know if you we guys forgot. We kind of talked about it. We, we talked, talked about it at the beginning. Yeah. But we're, we're both really film nerds in our own right. We are. We are We are trying to make it in the film industry. And Jana's learning a lot and it's really cool to be around her because she teaches me a lot like every day. That's because I'm just a giver. This is why I... Do you see why I don't compliment her? Do you see why I come off with aggression towards her? Because she gets her ego. <laughs> Oh my gosh. If I had an ego, you have Taurus, I would be right? a problem, yes. Is it your moon? It's my rising. See? That's what it is. What does that mean? She's so stubborn. Listen, <laughs> y'all. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you listened, if you made it this far, um, if you enjoyed uh, hearing us talk and mess with each other, um, I know we enjoy talking to each other. Yeah, In all seriousness, I, I really do like Jana when mm-hmm. she's not being a demon oh my gosh <laughs> i am only a demon about 95 percent of the day and that's not too bad about from 2 a.m to 4 a.m i'm okay I'm, I'm all right person yeah honestly nighttime is when she thrives and it is not 2 a.m right now so it's not um we are on instagram you can follow us at two misfits in la and misfits spelled you know how it's and it's the number two it's the number it's two number two because we are cool and hip yeah and then, the and then from say. there you can follow our own instagrams and yeah yeah we'll, um, we'll promote ourselves so. i have i have another podcast about disneyland oh my gosh that's it cut <laughs> no promote it promote um, it um i'm a huge disneyland nerd in the way that i love disneyland history and if you ever want to watch or listen to a channel that actually talks about the stuff that's not the basic did you know that when Walt Disney died, they lit the win- the lamp in the window above the fire station? If you want to hear, like, real stuff. Did you know that there's just, like, Mickey Mouse's hidden all over the park? Oh, my gosh. Never would have thought. <laughs> no one knew. If you're hardcore into Disney or you just like watching someone be a nerd and you want to laugh at them, mm. I highly suggest checking out my other podcast, The Nostalgic Futurist. Yes, support her and her shameless plug. And my shameless plug because <laughs> I have 22 No, she's really trying, guys. She loves doing it. But she just needs more of a fan base, and we're going to get her that. Right. So if we get a fan base, obviously. Right. Obviously. We might be talking to no one, but... You know what? We might just be talking to ourselves, and, and if that's not the most Chelsea thing I've ever heard, what I don't t- know what is. This episode is dedicated to Pat. <sighs> to Pat, to all the apartments that we lost on the way, to all the roommates that we lost on the way. Yep. And, and here we are. R.I.P. And here we are. Once again, thank you. Have a beautiful day. And look out for episode two.